Welcome to Zurich's Risk Insights series on coronavirus, what businesses need to know now. Hi, I'm Renee Koa from Zurich North America. As the pandemic continues into 2021, many workplaces are operating remotely and will probably continue to do so for some time. One of the ongoing challenges is bringing new employees on board in a virtual workplace. Jessica Aguilar, Head of Talent Acquisition at Zurich, will share some tips to optimize remote onboarding for companies of all sizes. Jessica brings more than 20 years of experience in talent acquisition and employment branding and is well-versed in this topic. Jessica, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Renee. It's good to be here. I appreciate it. Well, first I wanted to level set. Whenever an employee gets hired, the onboarding process is crucial, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think um, there are such high stakes, Renee, for onboarding. It's part of the first impression you make to a new employee. So for a company as a whole, both the hiring manager and the employee that drive to ensure that new joiners feel supported and that they're ready to work and hit the ground running on day one is really important. So what happens when this very critical process has to be done virtually? We all know that remote work has been growing over the years, but I'm guessing that a lot of companies were unprepared when the pandemic hit and everybody had to work from home, including new hires. I was wondering if you would share Zurich's experience in figuring out how the company planned to welcome its new joiners. Yes, you're right. Um, you know, COVID really accelerated the need um, for not only Zurich, uh, but organizations across the globe to optimize their approach for how would they onboard individuals remotely. This is different than bringing someone on board to work virtually. This is literally hiring them and starting them completely remotely. And that's not an area that a lot of organizations had a deep level of expertise in. Uh, at Zurich, we had about 48 hours tops to figure out how were we going to manage our new joiners that were starting on Monday. So on a Friday, um, we gathered together and said, okay, so our offices aren't gonna be open on Monday. And uh, we do have new joiners starting. And, and what's that experience gonna look like? How are we gonna ensure that they have everything they need on day one? And then how are we gonna manage through even some of the compliance related tasks? So it was just waking up one day and the whole world had changed and we had to pivot really quickly. It wasn't on our radar, but I feel like the approach we took in forming a sub team with distinct collaboration from various business units that touch that onboarding and day one experience um, really was to our benefit. So having HR and IT and connectivity to the hiring managers with those new joiners coming on board, um, as well as employee relations, you know, organizations also have to consider workplace accommodations when you're talking about bringing someone on board remotely. So, so having all of the right people at the table made a huge difference in our ability to deliver upon that experience. 48 hours, that is mind boggling. Now, <laughs> if there's any good news here, I'm thinking it's that you've got a process in place now and for the future. Virtual onboarding, I'm guessing, is not gonna go away when the pandemic does. 
No, I, I don't think it will, Renee. It, it won't for us and it won't for other organizations. And, you know, candidly, this is a sign of the times. Our workplace and our workforce of the future are changing. Um, so what even workers expect from that experience in the future is going to be different going forward than what it previously might have been. Um, it just won't work the same way. So we actually even um, identified, you know, through a Gallup poll that nearly two thirds, which is a lot of US workers who have been working remotely during this pandemic would like to stay as remote workers. And, and so we have to consider that as an employer, as do all employers. What does that mean uh, for the future and how we offer opportunities and work flexibility? Well put. So. So now I want to get to some of your tips. First and foremost, you've told me it all starts with IT. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> IT will say that too. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Make good friends in IT <laughs> because um, th that is absolutely fundamental to equipping someone for success, especially um, in a remote workforce. Um, it, it is key to ensuring that that new joiner is able to feel productive in their first week. Think about all of the things that happen in your first week in a new role and um, not least of which is training, right? No matter what role you're in, there, there are training courses you're taking, most of which are delivered online these days. So really having that access is um, key to productivity, not only for getting up and running, but also connecting into the environment, you know, meeting invites, emails, um, collaboration tools that all happens um, through IT tools and platforms. So working together with IT uh, to establish protocols for those new hires is critical for sure. Can you give some examples of the processes that were put into place along these lines? Yes, uh, so Zurich's IT team took a very hands-on approach when we moved to a remote workforce with the pandemic. Um, in addition to providing just-in-time resources like quick start guides that are included with the new joiner bundles, so you know, think about like laptop and charging cords and, and things you actually need to be able to access the network. About two weeks before that new joiner starts, IT has an individual from their team contact the hiring manager and they actually confirm that the equipment will be delivered. So that way, not only is the provisioning happening on the back end, but there's transparency on what to expect, which is really important. And so typically we see, you know, that IT package will arrive for a Monday start on perhaps Thursday uh, before that start date. And then IT will reach out to that new joiner and um, that'll occur probably that Thursday or Friday uh, to make sure that they did in fact receive that package and then help them through just a very simple accessing the system and making sure that they're comfortable and that there are no issues. Um, so that's a big deal um, because it makes that new joiner feel confident that, hey, when Monday morning comes around and I'm starting and I'm sitting you know, in my own residence, to start, I, I know I can actually access because there's some anxiety that goes along with that when you're starting a new role. 
And then we also just added, you know, virtual communication and collaboration tools that support not just remote working, but also virtual interaction in general. So they really have ongoing access, not only to those tools, but to the IT team for any troubleshooting support that they need, which is, I think, really helpful. And again, a confidence builder can pull back some of that anxiety that you might have otherwise. Great. Speaking of anxiety, what about the hiring managers? Do they need <laughs> training too? As you can imagine, when we first made this shift, there was a lot of anxiety for hiring managers, just not knowing what to expect and knowing that they are a key point of contact for their new joiner. So it was really important that we did equip with them with information and, and had them prepared. It can be very intimidating, candidly, um, to handle this remotely if you're not used to doing that. There's an onboarding toolkit for managers that was enhanced. It includes a video, um, an online guide, a checklist, uh, a recorded quick bite on what they need to know for virtual onboarding. So we actually devised that from a Monday huddle meeting uh, that we had each Monday for managers of new joiners as we were moving into that remote onboarding uh, protocol. And after about two months of that, we decided we were at a business as usual stage of that work and so we actually created it as a just-in-time resource it's a video that they can watch that morning or the friday before or, or whenever they choose to but again it's just meant to um, equip them with you know what they need to know so that they're confident that their new joiner has questions they know how to answer them if there's problems they know who to go to um, they have everything in front of them that they would need to make sure that that's a smooth experience for their new hire but it's great that once it's established, um, it becomes part of uh, the infrastructure, so to speak, of of the uh, the remote onboarding. Now, everything we've discussed so far has involved computers, checklists, things that will help someone execute their job. But you've emphasized that onboarding also needs to communicate a company's culture, and I'm thinking that can be a challenge when it's trying to be done remotely. Yeah. Yeah, you think about some of the experiences that you would normally have, um, you know, even just in the interview process, Renee, right? A lot of times you visit the company's office and, and just walking inside a building, oftentimes you observe and absorb the culture. So when you're considering how you're going to introduce someone remotely to your company's organization, you know, we have to make sure that managers are strategic and how they connect and how they communicate with that new joiner with, you know, sharing the company culture in mind. Those are great points. You've got um, four suggestions that Zurich does that can help a new employee become comfortable with a new company. Can you share those? Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. So, you know, the first is really generating some excitement um, about them coming to the company. And, you know, prior to start date, one of the things that our new joiners receive is a, a swag kit, welcoming them to Zurich, which is fun. And the recruiters often say, hey, keep an eye out, this will be coming. And, and people are really excited to get it. And it's a nice kit, it's got some fun things in it. And, and it kind of rotates what you might receive. 
Um, but it's nice to get something in the mail just to remind that new joiner that, hey, we're excited to have you come join us and um, get some Zurich swag in their hands. Um, another thing that um, is a good suggestion is just to create opportunities for that new hire uh, to network and to collaborate and to be really intentional about introductions. I can't emphasize that enough in a virtual environment where everyone's remote. It's really important to be intentional about how you connect a new joiner into the organization. You're not walking through the halls. You're not bumping into people at the water cooler. Um, there aren't those chance encounters where you might get to know someone. You really have to be intentional about how you do that. And, and I think another thing um, to consider is, um, you know, making sure there are opportunities for one-on-one -on -one getting to know you type of conversations. If a new joiner is always in huge group calls, it's going to be harder for them to really get to know people. Um, you know, another I kind of pulled that's similar to that is helping them to know who's who. Um, again, hard to do when you're remote. <laughs> so, right. You know, um, you know, think about it. If you were new to a company and you jumped on a large video conference call, right? <clears throat> and most of the people there know each other. Um, it's hard to know who's who and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, why they're on that call. So, you know, one of the things that's really simple to do is, is do a, a, a pre-meet with your new joiner and share, okay, you're going to be joining this call. This is what the call is about. These are the people who are going to be on here. Here are the people you're probably going to hear speaking, and this is why. And kind of prep them on what to expect. And then I think another really important thing to do when you join the call is to take a moment to introduce your new joiner so that someone knows that, hey, this person is, is new to the call, new to the organization, and they can welcome them. And also try to reinforce um, people identifying themselves on the call. Um, that really helps someone to get to know, um, okay, that's this person and, and they're involved with X and, and really start to navigate that virtual organization in a very different way. And, and then I think the final is just, you know, this all can be overwhelming. It, starting a new job, um, regardless of if you're remote, can be a little bit overwhelming. So again, that intentionality, um, sharing information, um, you know, giving some time to a new employee to digest that information um, so that they don't feel like you're, you're throwing everything at them. Um, it's all about making them feel comfortable and that they belong. And, you know, at the end of the day, that onboarding period is also about reinforcing that that individual made the right decision to come to your company. So it's really important. And, and I think overall, just to put yourself in that person's seat and think about, wow, how would that feel? if everything was virtual for me when I started and how would I want someone to help me navigate that and really apply that lens? Well, I love that, but I also love, um, all this advice is great, but I love what Zurich has formalized, which is choosing, which is, I guess the hiring manager chooses two work friends, each with a different role to um, connect with the new hire which I don't, that did not exist when I started. Can you <laughs> you know, I just kind of glom on to that person looks friendly. I will ask that person. Can, can, you, can you talk about um, this? Because I think it would be great at any company to establish these roles. So the timing of this couldn't have been better. This was something that was introduced prior to the pandemic. 
um, it, and really began its adoption phase as you know the world was changing around us. So, so it is newer. You're right, Renee, um, to Zurich's approach, but is a great approach for any company who's kind of wondering how how can I connect this new person into my organization a little better. So, there's that new joiner buddy that you mentioned. Um, this isn't someone to walk someone through their job. This is a social contact. This is someone who can be their go-to um, to help them get oriented and also to answer the questions that might help them acclimate to the culture and feel comfortable, but maybe they don't want to have to go to their manager for all of those questions. Um, they don't have a way in a remote culture to just, you know, lean over someone's desk and say, hey, um, I've got a quick question or, um, you know, maybe after a meeting, you know, pulling someone aside and saying, hey, I, I didn't really understand that. I, I feel like I don't have all the information and it can be really nice to have someone that's more of a peer to serve in that new joiner buddy capacity. But it's important that you actually designate someone uh, because it's remote. The, the, you're not going to have the chance encounters, right? So it's important right. that they understand um, that that person is going to be there for them that way. Well, uh, Jessica, I told you that when I joined, I, I'm going to share this anecdote. It was my first week and someone in upper management told me that people couldn't wear open toed shoes. And that sounded crazy to me. Um, <laughs> it was plus it was July. <laughs> I didn't want to break the rules, but on the other hand, that rule eliminated half the shoes in my closet. So it just felt like such a stupid thing to ask my immediate supervisor because I was new and I didn't want to sound like a dope. So I went to a colleague and asked her quietly and she just started laughing. She said, who told you that? There is no rule against <laughs> open-toed shoes. And I just think it's wonderful that now there's somebody that for, for a new person to know there's somebody ready and willing to field the oddball question. That's such a perfect example, Renee. <laughs> You're so right. And, and yes, that, that's exactly the scenario where you're you're still trying to prove yourself you're newer in your role. Those aren't the questions you want to go to your direct manager with. And, you know, it's not just that, but it's also forming that relationship, right? Um, which I'm sure when you went um, to that other individual in your department and asked the question, that also was, you know, the two of you forming a relationship too. You had a laugh together. She's Absolutely. Like, oh, no. So that's, that's really healthy. And that's part of, again, you know, really connecting into an organization. So that's a great example. Now, who is the other um, work friend? Can you talk about his or her role? Yeah, so this is a little more formalized. Um, this is a welcome colleague. And the welcome colleague essentially provides just really consistent contact and proactive outreach during that new joiner's first 30 days. So instead of being someone that the new joiner could just kind of go to randomly, this is someone who is a peer or colleague, but they're checking in. They're they're saying, hey, how's it going? And, um, you know, what might you need? And do you have any questions? And really kind of probing for some of that information so that perhaps if you have someone starting, they're still a little shy about asking questions. There's someone that's giving them that opportunity um, and that space to ask questions or say, I could actually use this or I'm having trouble finding something. Um, so it, it's just another checkpoint essentially for that new joiner so that they know that um, they, they have contacts, they have people who are there to help them navigate those first 30, 60, 90 days. 
yeah, it just takes it a huge amount of pressure off that new person's shoulders. Um, and also, um, this is a non-person place to go if you have questions. You mentioned the importance of having a robust intranet um, site for everybody concerned, the new, the new employee as well as the hiring manager. What, what would that include? Yeah, having a portal with all of the information that serves as a one-stop shop is really important. So um, some of the things that you'd expect to find would be, um, you know, something welcoming the new joiners. A lot of times um, companies will use a video. Um, a lot of times it's from their CEO, right? It, and it reinforces um, why we're happy to have new employees in the organization, um, what our culture is like, what we're all about, what we care about. Um, there's checklists. So thinking about some of the activities, not just for the new hire, but also for the new hire's manager, for example, that you wanna make sure are taken care of um, both uh, pre-day one and um, throughout that onboarding period are available. And then let's, not underestimate the need for technology support. We, we talked earlier about how important IT is and how critical uh, those technology platforms are to remote work. So having easy access to technology support is really important as well. This has been such great information. Um, before we conclude though, is there anything else you wanted to add? I would just say whatever um, your current status is as an organization as it relates to onboarding. And this is a space that's ever evolving. Having a defined approach to virtual onboarding and what needs to occur and ensuring you found a solution for all of those activities, um, that's really important. Um, and, and making sure there's transparency to what that is. So really having that cross-team collaboration having solid communications portals so that all the key stakeholders in that process can easily get to the information that they need and thinking through that process end to end from the seat of that new hire. Because at the end of the day, we always say you get one chance to make a first impression. This really is your first impression on that new hire and you've already invested in them before they walk in the door. And obviously we want our new hires to be successful. So setting that trajectory on day one is critical. Great point. Jessica, thanks so much for your insights and joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Renee. For more information and resources focused on coronavirus, the path forward, visit our website, zurichna.com COVID-19. On behalf of everyone at Zurich, thanks for listening. Stay healthy and be safe. The information in this audio recording was compiled from sources believed to be reliable for general information purposes and is intended for Zurich clients and business partners. The information contained here may be useful to you or your enterprise when developing your own policies and procedures. The policies and procedures applicable to your enterprise should take into account the specific circumstances of your business and business environment, which is beyond the capacity of this podcast. Any and all information provided is not intended to constitute advice of any nature and is specifically not legal advice, and accordingly, you should consult with your own legal counsel. We do not guarantee 
guarantee the accuracy of this information presented or any results and further assume no liability in connection with this recording and the information provided therein. Moreover, Zurich reminds you that the information provided cannot be assumed to contain every acceptable safety and compliance procedure or that additional procedures might not be appropriate under the circumstances. The subject matter of this recording is not tied to any specific insurance product, nor will adopting these policies and procedures ensure coverage under any insurance policy. We encourage listeners to seek additional information from credible sources. Thank you.